Oh, yes. It's Tuesday. In fact, it's Taco Tuesday. Hit the high point, Brad. Let's go. It is chicken taco night at my crib. Is it? Got to go home and do some grilling. It is. It is. That sounds pretty, pretty exciting stuff. Guess what we're doing tonight? Oh, you have, you have no idea. Uh, what are you doing tonight, Brad? It, it's Influencer Tuesday for us, and we are going to Ooh. Hop Dotty to taste some sort of new thing that they've released on their menus that's like somehow healthy. Somehow it ties back to uh, whatever health and wellness influencers, because that's what my wife be. So we're going to go influence. This is exciting. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll let you know how it goes. Well, it's probably not the burger of the month because that is a burger with meat sauce, macaroni salad, french fries, onion, mustard, and mayo. I think they're going to want us to work on our, our caption copy if that's what they're wanting us to feature. Yeah, I think that they're looking seem for... right likely. Go ahead yeah, this after your hot yoga. with french fries on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, you know. Oh, there's also one called the Regenerative Royale. Oh, Which I is two that. quarter pounds. Two quarter pound patties of nature regeneratively raised 100% grass fed beef patties, American cheese, chipotle ketchup, horseradish, mustard, and onions and pickles. You have to have nature next to regenerative because otherwise it sounds like that shit was made in a lab. Uh, I see what they're doing there. Which it, it might have been. Yeah, but I don't it's nature ish. Uh, Nature, naturalish. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, this is backdoor cover. We we are not uh, health and wellness influencers. <laughs> Clearly, I'm Just not Brad. the influential one of uh, my power couple over here. Uh, my wife yeah, shouts to shouts to key to wellness. Yeah, worldwide. That's that's the one. How's it going, Brad? It's going great, Micah. How are you today? I'm pretty excited for Taco am, Tuesday for you. Oh, oh, buddy, I am very excited. I will also say. Uh, I was very excited to listen to a new episode of Backdoor Cover, Ooh. Uh, talking about pro football with Brad and Can't Miss Mitch that yeah, dropped, dropped on the feed yesterday. yesterday. Not bad. Talked about the algo, recapped uh, the NFL weekend. Pretty good stuff. Y'all ought to check it out if you have not listened yet. And I'll tell you something else you should check out. Earlybirdcbd.com. Oh, yeah. Use promo code Backdoor Cover. I, can I tell you a story real quick, Brad? I'm ready. Uh, this weekend on Sunday, mm-hmm. I... Uh, I went to hot yoga. Okay. Uh, it was great. I came home. I told my wife, I was like, can I please watch football from 2.30 to 3.30? I, I really want to watch. <laughs> Just give me an hour in the witching hour please, to catch all. Can uh, you I know, please watch the football? Can I please have? It was our, it was our anniversary. <laughs> oh. So I was like, you know, if, if we could just do that, that would be great. Yeah. And she was like, okay, great. So I'm making, you know, I made a steak for dinner later that night. But in the afternoon, I got my thing and and I ate about half of an early bird gummy. Oh, nice! And had two IPAs. Oh, and uh, perfect I chemical watched, balance. Uh, oh man, I watched uh, I watched the the golden hour, and then uh, I fell asleep for about sixty minutes, and and uh, then I grilled a delicious steak dinner for me and my wife. It was a beautiful anniversary, and I loved it. I believe we did talk about the golden hour on yesterday's episode, and I was watching the golden hour as well. And if I'm not mistaken. There was some ultimate stink fest going on with the Falcons not being able to score after like 15 consecutive drives in the fourth quarter trying to trying to take back the lead. I can't remember who else all was in that afternoon window, but I believe there was some major stinka stinky stinky football being played, but it was quite entertaining just because I knew they were uh 
they were living up to their their branding. I was expecting them to be stinky. So I uh, don't know if you had the same experience. You might have been too uh, buzzed to know what was going on, but I hope you enjoyed your uh, your golden hour. Well, I did see the Falcons stink, but um, <laughs> you you can watch the Falcons stink or play well mm. and have half a gummy at earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code BACKDOORCOVER. Save 20% on your order today. Way to write the ship, Micah. Uh, I had forgotten what we were even up to. We love those guys at Early Bird. Thank you very much for supporting this podcast, and don't let me steer you astray. You go to that website right now, uh, audience listenership. They are the goods, and uh, 20% off is a hell of a deal, so... Appreciate that. Good stuff. You won't you won't regret it. All right. So uh, since you and Mitch got into the pro football, Brad and I are going to be back today to talk a little college football, college. Uh, an eventful week around the country. Mm. Uh, we're down to, I think, 16 undefeated teams, uh, which is pretty fun. <laughs> and uh, I'm just uh, I'm loving everything that's happening. College football has been a great season so far. You know, I uh, on Saturday another backdoor cover old host is who I spent the afternoon with. El Gars hosted us for Oregon Washington oh, for an Oregon Washington watch party with uh, probably like six one and a half and below year olds. So it was uh, it was mania, it was madness, but it was really good. And Elgar's has his garage just decked out. It's like a weight room with the weight floor oh, on it. It has so a awesome. big flat screen where we were watching the TV. The garage was open. He has a, a ball pool for the kids. And he said oh, that yeah. morning he went out to get the balls. And so he bought 100 balls. And he brought them back and he dumped them in the pool. And it covered like a third of the very bottom of the surface. And he's like, holy shit, I need like 1,500 balls to fill this pool up. Okay. So we played in a very uh, underwatered, un- uh, a low ball pool. And uh, it was really lit. And he has an Air Hogs signed jersey on the wall in a frame. It's just amazing. You have to go go check it out one day, Micah. Uh, I mean, I would love the invite. You should tell Elgar's. Next time. Oh, you could bring. Oh, yeah. Jane would fit right in. Things would yeah, be I great. Yeah, I could okay. fit, in the, fit in the whole thing. I'll put, you on right, the, uh, I'll put you on the radar. Okay, cool. But, yes, it was a lit Saturday afternoon college football watch party. And I was happy to see uh, UW prevail. But uh, I'll let you start us off here however you want to recap this weekend. Yeah, let's uh, let's go back week seven in the uh, college football landscape. Uh, let's run through the the top twenty five here. Nice. Number one, Georgia uh, beat Vandy thirty seven to twenty. Vandy, I believe, was up uh, was up seven nothing and driving, mm. um, but Georgia is a lot better. Uh, they did lose Brock Bowers, uh, the stud tight end, for four to six weeks. Is oh, is what sucks, the diagnosis man. is. Yeah, he had. I mean, if I'm Brock Bowers, I'm never playing again in college football. I'm going. I'm taking my talent straight to the NFL. <laughs> this is the scare you needed to never play again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what? I don't. I don't need the minor surgery that that I'll be able to play again in six weeks. Like fix this for good because I need to play in eighteen months. Yeah, when they're paying me millions of dollars. I mean, I'm sure he's making millions of dollars at Georgia, but you. I'm sure you hear what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, Georgia rolls on. They are seven and zero. Michigan. Also seven and zero, kicking the shit out of Indiana, fifty-two to seven. They started slow, but rolled past a, a bad Indiana team. Mm. Ohio State is six and zero, headed into a big matchup this weekend against Penn State, forty-one to seven, ass kicking at Purdue. Florida State rolled past the Syracuse team, who we might have thought was good three weeks ago, yeah, and has what now happened to these lost. Teams? Well, they they played three good teams, and they've gotten stomped. Uh, they. Get stomped forty-one to three 
against Florida State, who looks pretty good, also 6-0. and uh, Penn State improves to six and zero after facing UMass, who I did not know had a Division One program. <laughs> um, Penn State six and zero, sixty three to nothing. Uh, as we mentioned, the big matchup against Ohio State coming up this weekend. We'll get to that later. Uh, the best game of the week on paper and in practice: Washington beats Oregon thirty six thirty. Uh, in a true, like maybe the best game of the year so far. An absolute thriller. Um, very fun watch. Washington 6-0. Oregon falls to 5-1. Um, Oregon's coach took a lot of the heat for weird fourth down calls that mm. did not work out. Um, but, I mean, just a, a great game. And and Washington's good. I mean, we knew this, but this is a big win for, for Washington at home. Yeah, and I mean it. It was a matchup of probably the two premier. I guess there's there's a lot of premier quarterbacks in the in the Pac-12 this year. Honestly, um, just thinking through it now that I'm going through. It, but yeah, now we've got basically the quarterback of UW, Michael Penix, versus uh, Bryce. Is what's the USC quarterback's full name here? Uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams. Yes, sorry, excuse me, misspoke. Caleb Williams. So I get. I guess there's a. Uh, Clash, they're going to be uh, clashing on November 4th. But yeah, quite a few really high caliber quarterbacks in Bo Nix in uh, Oregon. So, um, yeah. It's really just Pac-12 amazing how good the Pac 12 is this yeah. year. Yeah. It, Although USC their got final... their asses spanked this weekend, which we're about to get to. But Well, that's the next game. Notre yeah. Dame kicked the shit out of USC 48 20. Uh, Caleb Williams USC did not fans. Look great. Yeah. USC fans are starting to turn on their coach. Um, they think that he's incredibly arrogant mm. and rude to the media, which he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, they doesn't make adjustments. Uh, Caleb Williams had three first half interceptions, which didn't help. Notre Dame also had a 99 yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Um, but Notre Dame just stomped on USC. A terrible performance uh, for the Trojans, who fall to six and one. Yeah. Yeah, I got stuck on uh, Bryce from last year, uh, the number one guy. So, uh, yeah, Caleb Williams. Bryce Young, of course. Yes. Of course. Uh, now playing on Sundays. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just I can't, I can't get behind this hype uh, for, for USC's quarterback when they're just getting absolutely curb stomped at his lead. Like, Williams throwing three picks, one touch, 199. Like, and Notre Dame, like, they're good, but they're not that good. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to understand why people are putting this guy above like the likes of Joe Burrow and people like that who were just like transcendent talents coming out of college. I don't know. I can't quite get behind it. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Brad. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if you have an opinion on this or if you just want to say you're sorry and, and sit in the Oh, bed. no. I, I mean, I think he's I think he's a stud and he had a bad game. And Okay. Fair and, enough. And, you know, their their defense stinks. And they get stomped out by Notre Dame. I mean, a, a, a truly <laughs> pathetic performance. A, a USC program that's supposed to be a national contender. Yeah. Now, granted, this it's not it's a non-conference game, so they're still in the hunt in the Pac-12. Uh, but I mean, this was not a national championship caliber performance. You don't go down by uh, you, you don't lose by twenty eight points. Yeah, no. you, that's not going to work. So, not going to work. Uh, Bryce Young's alma mater, Alabama. There you uh, go. Beat Arkansas 24-20, although this like Arkansas made it close at, at the, the end, end, but this game was 21-6. This game was 21-6 at half. Alabama was in 
in control the entire way. Uh, Arkansas falls to two and five and zero oh and four in conference. Mm-hmm. Although I think mm-hmm. they've lost those four conference games by like a combined twenty five points. Um, but tough, tough sledding there. And Alabama wins at home. Alabama's weird, man. They're Dr. Jekyll, Miss Hyde, whatever. But like to struggle with the likes of Arkansas, and then like they go play Mississippi State and win forty to seventeen, and A and M they struggle with. It's kind of like up and down. I guess they just go with what they go with how well their quarterbacks play, I suppose. Um, but it looks like uh, Milro is is uh, firmly has. He's a little up and down. That. He's a first year starter. Yeah. I mean, he's the guy, but yeah. he's he's gonna have some ups and downs. And and I'm with you. They they don't look overpowering. Um, but that's why they're ranked number 11th. The, the I'm team sure that they've was got number 12. all sorts of five-star talent coming in next year. So, uh, um, yeah, I'm sure there's a good opportunity five stars to, there to right turn now. that around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina, 41-31 over Miami. Miami has just been a disaster the last two weeks. Um, 41-31 for North Carolina. Drake yeah. May had a great game. Uh, Mac Brown's team is 6-0. and you know, uh, you know, you look at a school like Texas, Brad. Yep. That uh, seems to underachieve year after year after year, and just can't get over the hump. And then you've got this rising star and a head coach. Uh, you know, in in Chapel Hill, maybe you should go get this guy. Maybe so. Oh, you talk about Mac. Maybe Mac is the guy. You think Mac's the guy? He's the answer. Uh, How the hell the does he get North such? Carolina, he is a great recruiter. I mean, there's just, it's you can't argue with. It. Oh yeah. Well, um, and now they're they're up. They are six and zero, three and zero in conference, looking like the best team in the ACC. We'll see what happens. Uh, Louisville, also in the ACC, uh, suffered their first loss, thirty eight twenty one at Pittsburgh, in an inexplicable game that they should not have lost. Pretty swift ass kicking, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so. Louisville falls to six and one, three and one in conference. Their chance to to look like a real contender is out the window. Mm. Uh, UCLA loses again. I think this is their second straight loss. They lose at Oregon State, thirty-six twenty-four. Oregon State six and one. They uh, um, they beat uh, Washington State last week, but they lost to Utah the week before. So it's it's pretty close uh, to back to back. But yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of Utah, they beat Cal thirty-four fourteen. Utah now five and one. Uh, looking to be stronger as the season goes along. That is a good program. Yeah. It's not team one fit. Uh, another Pac-12 team that's dangerous there. Uh, back to the ACC, Duke is 5-1. and one. They stomped uh, NC State. Uh, Duke is now 5-1 and one and 2-0 and oh in conference, 24-3, a, an absolute stomping by the Dukies. Yeah. Watch out. I mean, I guess it's going to be Duke versus North Carolina in the freaking ACC championship. Is that what we're looking at I here? I mean, come on. They've got to be in the same fun. division. I don't I don't know how the oh, ACC they would works, probably but, be the same. I don't know either. But Duke but. Carolina is going to have a lot of meaning. Mm. Uh, that's for sure. Probably the most it's ever had. Um, Tennessee beats the Aggies twenty to thirteen. Texas A and M falls to four and four or four and three, two and two in conference. It is their eighth consecutive true road game loss. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> Those poor Aggies. How is that possible, man? Is that true? You're right. I'm looking at the yeah, schedule. Holy shit! They, yeah, eight consecutive true home, ga- uh, true road game losses for the Aggies. Just uh, yuck. They stink. There's well, just not a whole lot to it. I mean, they had a, they played Alabama last week. They got Tennessee this week. Like that's 
a murderer's row of, of yeah, opponents, but, but it is Tennessee it is. puts up 30 every week, yep. and they, they got held to 20, and they still lose. Uh, Aggies only scored three points in the second half. Mm. Not good enough. Not going to do and, it. And, uh, I, I mean, I love it just to, to be <laughs> to be totally transparent. I believe I, it. It brings me great joy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tennessee improves to five and one, two and one in conference. That loss to Florida looking more inexplicable yeah. every week, quite frankly. Uh, here's here's a big surprise. Arizona stomps the shit out of Washington State Merciless at Wazoo. 44 to 6. This this is a, a new coaching staff in Arizona. Uh, they are showing a lot of improvement. Their quarterback threw for 342 yards. Uh, just an absolute stomping. Bear Fafita. Down. Am I saying that correctly? The quarterback's name? Fafita. I think so. That sounds Fafita. like fajitas to me, but I'm in. He's sizzling, baby. Ooh, me gusta. <laughs> sizzle, sizzle. Bear also down, sizzling. The LSU, the LSU offense puts up 48 points this week after putting up, putting up 41 last week against Mizzou. Uh, or was it 48? I don't know. They're putting up a lot of points. Uh, LSU improves to 5-2, and 4-1 and one in conference with a big win over Auburn, who stinks. They're 0-3 in conference and 3-3 three and three overall. And then Kansas, they stink. Ooh. They're now 2-2 two and two in conference, 5-2 and two overall. They lose at Oklahoma State, who, watch out, is 2-1 and one in the league. Uh, we'll see if the Okies, uh, the fighting uh, bozos, I hate their head coach, but we'll see what happens with them. And, of course... The only game we missed, Brad, you're fighting Missouri Tigers, mm. 38, Tennessee, 21 at Kroger Field. Saving the best uh, for last. What a, one of the best wins uh, in recent memory for our school. Not that anyone else cares, but Missouri goes from unranked, bounces back from being ranked the week before against LSU. They lose. They go unranked. They're now back up in the top 20 after an impressive win on the road at Kentucky. Um Kentucky self-destructs. They had 100 penalties. They look like shit. But Missouri, down 14 nothing to start the game, uh, comes uh, outscores Kentucky 38-7 to the rest of the way in uh, an improbable ass-kicking. You know, we aren't the squeak like the, the squeakiest clean program in terms of, of playing dirty of all time. Like, we've had the pig browns and the late hits. You know, that's part of the deal, but... Jesus Christ, Kentucky seemed very, very much like they were, uh, they were, it seemed like there was tons of cheap, like chip shots, cheap things going on. I don't know if you got the same perspective, but it just felt very chippy and like, I don't know. I, it felt like a very dirty played game. I can, uh, not trying to just cast shade on Kentucky after we beat them, but that seemed excessively chippy to me. I felt the same way. Yeah. Um, and uh, it seemed like there's some late hits, a lot of penalties. They might have lost their composure, um, but a great win for so our Missouri Tigers. So much chirping and shit, too. Uh, I was really happy to get out of there with the win after all of that. Uh, I don't know if you felt the same, but that was just kind of my take. I was like, oh, man, I felt good leaving uh, Kentucky with a win after all that. All of that, like cheap shots and shit talking, like galore. So felt good. Felt good there, to get one under the belt. There is a great story coming out of the game uh, from uh, – Gabe Diarman over at Power Mizzou, a person mm. who all the Mizzou fans listening to this know is a loathsome, miserable human being. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he wrote a tremendous piece about the punter who Mizzou down 14 nothing throws a 39-yard yeah. fake punt touchdown to get back in the game. 
the punter's story is unbelievable. He he had been on the team for two years and never played. He wasn't the starter to start the season. He finally got in. He came to Mizzou as a child and went to all these games. Wow. Uh, his dad has stage four cancer oh, boy. Uh, and is going to all of the games and, and uh, they get to share a moment. He is the hero, uh, man. That they'll never forget. Yeah. yeah he he was like the pinnacle. He's what turned the tides in our favor. Like we were, like you said, down 14 0. And he's the, uh, he was the catalyst, baby. I would encourage you to. I, I retweeted it, so go to uh, producer Mike on Twitter and check that out. It's it's uh, a very good piece. Nice call. So, uh, yeah, moving forward, let's look quickly ahead uh, to this week. Um, the the big game, the big nude Saturday game, the biggest nude Saturday game of the year so far. Number seven Penn State at number three Ohio State. Ohio State a four point favorite in the horseshoe. Uh, that will be hyped, hyped incessantly. I'm hype, sure. Hype, hype, yeah, uh, for sure. Oklahoma hosts UCF, uh, UCF 0-3 in the Big 12 in their first year in the conference, a 19-point underdog in Norman. Uh, Air Force uh, goes to Navy, Air Force ranked number 22, 6-0. They're 10.5-point favorites at against Navy, so that's that's nice. Go, go Air Force. Um, Washington State goes to Oregon, Oregon a 20-point home favorite after Washington State gets stomped last week. We're in the 2.30 window now, the the big CBS game. That's a good one. Yeah, number 11, Alabama, number 17, Tennessee, going to Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. Bama, a nine-and-a-half-point home favorite. That seems That's a lot of confidence. That's a lot of points. Over-under only 49. Hmm. Okay. Should be a fun one, though. Uh, North Texas at Tulane. Nobody cares. Uh, no offense to anybody, but, you know, no offense. Uh, Tulane, a 20-point favorite against North Texas. Uh, Iowa, number 24, Iowa, 6-1. and one, A three-and-a-half-point home favorite against a Minnesota team that's been mostly dreadful this season. Mostly dreadful. Uh, the over-under on this game, Brad, 32-and-a-half. Mm. That's a pretty dreadful over-under. For both teams. I mean, that's got to be the lowest all season. Uh, this Iowa team is just terrible. I, I don't know if you're following, but the uh, Kirk Ferentz has been the head coach at Iowa for 100 years. His yeah. son is the offensive coordinator. He's not very good at the job. And he has a requirement to score 25 points a game to make like all of his money is basically set up in, in these. Uh, it's, you know, he's encouraged. They have to average 25 points a game Let's and they're see. not getting close. But people were just like, what if Iowa runs the table and they still don't average 20 points a game and go to the national championship? Uh, it's pretty hilarious, and they stink. But uh, the fact they're only a three-and-a-half-point favorite against a Minnesota team that has been lousy all season at home yeah. is surprising to me. I, I guess that shows Vegas doesn't think Iowa's any good. Um, the one opponent tell, that they Brad. played that was good, 31-0 to ass-whipping versus Penn State, so... Uh, but they right. are, like you said, they've only lost one game this year, so there's something to be said about that. Um, moving on, 3 o'clock, Texas, oh, also in the 2.30 window, Missouri hosts South Carolina. Let's go. Uh, Mizzou, a seven-point favorite. Frank Beamer uh, apparently broke his foot kicking a wall after the loss last week. Okay. So that's funny to me. Um, <laughs> be a yeah, I don't know, I, I just signed I suppose. I think that's funny. After their loss to Florida last week, um, 
Mizzou a seven-point favorite there. The three o'clock window, Texas goes to Houston. The first time these two teams have been in the same conference in, I don't know, 25, 30 years now. Um, the game is sold out. I would imagine there's going to be a lot of Longhorn fans there. The Horns are 23.5-point favorites at U of H. Uh, Virginia goes to North Carolina. Carolina, a 23.5-point favorite. This game you can watch on the CW Network. How about that? Which is hilarious. Okay. How about that? Uh, Auburn host Old Miss, Mississippi, a six and a half point road favorite there that now we're in the six o'clock window. Always fun to watch SEC games uh, at night. Michigan at Michigan State. Michigan State has been a, an all-time dumpster fire this year uh, with an extremely horny coach. Uh, <laughs> Michigan looking to steamroll them. Michigan, a 24-point road favorite. That is unbelievable. I bet before the season, Michigan State was you know, less than a touchdown underdog there. And now they are 24-point home dogs the against Michigan. Yeah. Uh, that seems like too many points in a rivalry game, even for a Michigan State team that's a dumpster fire, but yeah. what do I know? Uh, big one in the ACC, number 16, Duke at number four, Florida State. Uh, Florida State, a 14-point home favorite. Not you bad. there, Brad? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Uh, I, thought, I thought I lost you there this for a second. This is a big game right here. This is uh, You're feeling the ACC excitement. Yes, exactly. Uh, Florida State's been rolling. We'll see what happens. That should be should be fun. Um, let's see if Duke can can make keep the game. Both yeah, teams undefeated not, in conference. They're so going to ruin this North Carolina Duke uh, showdown. So we'll see how that that turns out here in the ACC. LSU is ranked nineteenth. They host Army. They are thirty point favorites. Uh, another good Pac twelve game. Uh, so you got good games in the East and the West. Number fourteen Utah at number eighteen USC under the lights. USC a six and a half point home favorite. Um, I'll that seems like a lot Utah. of points too. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I, okay, I'm out on I USC. It. It's clear. So, I well, you just proved it, buddy. Boom. You just proved it. Uh, number five, Washington, coming off that big win, host Arizona State, who's dreadful. Washington, 26 and a half point favorite. And number 25, UCLA goes to Stanford, coming off the big win against uh, Deion Sanders uh, last week <laughs> Good in Colorado. God, so bad. Stanford still a 17 point home dog to UCLA. So that tells you how good Stanford is. What a, what an embarrassment that game was. We didn't even talk about happened? the Friday night game. Good lord! Up twenty nine nothing. They committed about a thousand penalties. Colorado versus they look like, Stanford. Yeah, Colorado just they look terrible good in the second half. God. Yeah, good god. That's it, Michael. Good god. Nice I think that's look, it. Nice little recap and look ahead. Uh, you got anything else in the in the world of sports you wanna you wanna tackle, Brad? No, I'm just very so excited for your Taco Tuesday. Um, it's it's a big night tonight. Thank you. Well, we may uh, get back together. Hopefully, we can get back together later this week. Talk about the pros for sure. And uh, but but there's your college football recap and preview. Uh, you know, uh, the NBA starts a week from today. Ooh, I'm and, very excited uh, for the NBA this week. Yeah, I'm very H for my man Wimby mm. and the Spurs. Yeah, all sorts of good stuff. We'll get to it. All right, let's get out of here. Let me play you out. Uh, go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use promo code Backdoor Cover. Don't miss out, okay? You will thank us, I promise. And uh, until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>